Welcome back to another show of Cats, Chats, and Coffee. This is Alex, and I am here with Liv as always. We are so grateful for you to be here for another show. So excited for this one. Um, how are you doing, Liv? I'm doing pretty good. Good. We are doing a late night recording, and I feel like I don't know. I'm loving these ones just as much as like when we do the morning ones. Yeah. But it's like a different. It's just a different energy. It's a you different know? vibe for sure. Yeah. It's, it's nighttime, like, like nine o'clock almost. Literally. Yeah. yeah. It's like cozy, stay at home. Like we literally have our sweatpants on right now. Yeah. And, yeah. We always have our sweatpants on anyway. Sweatpants. <laughs> on. What we do? What's with my British accent? I don't know. Um. Anyways. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Welcome back <laughs> to another show. Before we get into everything, though, we did want to mention um something from our last episode so if you guys had just listened to our episode from two weeks ago on our story time where we were talking about our bad dates uh we did hear the sirens going off in the episode and we wanted to take note and just say that we appreciate all of the firefighters um Mm -hmm. as people might not know if you're not from Canada or you don't know you're listening at in another part of the world uh the province that we live in caught on fire during our episode last two weeks ago and we had noted that we had heard those firefighters or fire trucks rather going off and we weren't sure what it was and it happened to be fires that were very close to where I live yeah and Um, it was like another week of like just I think eight days of literally like active uncontrolled fires and just like them kind of popping up all over the place and it was a really rough time for like Nova Scotia specifically but I know since then many other provinces across Canada and even some places in America have been getting hit really bad with yeah these like insane forest fires and yeah it's been really dry here uh we don't want to make any assumptions of people starting fires or people doing burning that they weren't supposed to do and what happened what have you we're not sure exactly nothing's really come out about that but we do want to acknowledge that um we are sorry for the losses of people's home i think 210 homes uh were lost and thousands and thousands of acres in different parts of our province um nora saying sorry as well you can hear her um i did have to evacuate um luckily it was only for like a day so it wasn't even like an evening i stayed with my parents but uh still scary Though. It definitely puts it into perspective when oh, you get God, 30 yeah. minutes to look around your place and decide what, what is, is important. Yeah. Um, it made me think a lot uh, about all that stuff. And I packed up both of the cats, Xavier and Nora, and I grabbed my passport and my my laptops and basically yeah. like my medications and like chucked, I don't even know, threw some sweatpants and sweaters in a bag and just left in it. Definitely makes you think that things like material stuff is not that important. It's not. But then at the same time, like how much we like put our worth into that and associate like periods of our lives or memories and stuff like into these, like just hearing about the people that lost literally everything that they have and then looking at your stuff, like it, it puts it in perspective and definitely, yeah. yeah, I feel like everyone's hearts are still heavy from everything that's gone on. Yeah. So we don't want to ignore that. Um, but we do want to have a little bit of a funner episode today as well. Um, hopefully take some of your guys' minds off of the heavy stuff that's been going on and focus on more of a positive, uh, moment, momentum forward, Mm -hmm. uh, from that. Just like lighter. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that was some heavy stuff for sure. But let's talk about some coffee 
places that we've been checking out these last little while since we've been uh, last time we were on the show. So there's a brand new coffee shop that's just popped up. There is. Yeah. So funny enough, there's, it's actually a cafe and bar Mm -hmm. um, and it's called Mera, M-E-R-A. And one of our good friends actually just started working there and oh my goodness, (laughs) Nora. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Poor soul trying to jump up on the cat tree and oh didn't quite God. make it. I've never, like, yeah, I've never seen her do that, actually. <laughs> that was so funny to watch. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, anyway, carrying on. So, yeah, Mara is a new place. It's on Barrington Street. Um, it's a really, really cute new place that, like, just went up. But Very bougie. It's very bougie. I actually feel like, and funny enough, because we're, we're going to get into what today's episode is, but I feel like it's me and, like, my essence in an aesthetic and like in a restaurant cafe bar type of thing like I was so obsessed with the interior but yeah it's a super cute spot um I just went on like the opening day for the cafe Alex wasn't able to make it in so I just went to check it out me and Alex are gonna have a date there and we're gonna absolutely I'm so excited yeah I can't wait to do it because it's such a cute spot I also think it would just be a really cute spot to like have some work dates out of absolutely yeah their coaches looked really cozy yeah yeah Yeah. I definitely I feel the aesthetic too like they have these big um palms and different florals there's like driftwood there's like all these different light fixtures very cool like there's a lot of pink and green aesthetic it's just very neutral yeah my apartment's pink and green that's very cool yeah I love that how was the coffee coffee was really good I was jittery as hell after which I'm noticing lately (laughs) caffeine is like really same actually doing that for me so I think it's time for a little break but yeah that was an amazing spot um I think Beanville which is one of the places we featured at one of our episodes That's actually where they get their... offers the roastery because they're a roastery and they roast the coffee I think for Mara okay yeah so kind of cool to cross those paths and yeah absolutely I love when like businesses do that collab yeah definitely. I got to meet the owner uh or one of the owners Kush as well whenever I was there on opening day and he seemed like really really good energy so that already like attracts me to this place even more but we definitely need to check out like the bar scene as well there yeah I think it's we'll go for coffee vibes. and then just stay until we get drinks <laughs> <laughs> that yeah that's amazing yeah honestly yeah where I, did you go because we've kind of been like going off on our own even just like when we're yeah. working throughout the weeks and not getting together we're just still going to new coffee shops and sharing them with each other and then trying to share them with you guys as well cause... totally yeah because there's so many I mean I feel like every time we turn around there's like a new place popping up there's actually a couple more that we should talk about after the show that I think have popped up little restaurants and stuff as well yeah um but yeah I went to apartment three so my mom and I drove to Sackville and um just right off of the highway there's apartment three coffee cafe and um yeah it was good it was it's cute it's a it's bigger than I thought it was going to be inside but we sat outside um because it was like a 30 degree day and I got an iced coffee and my mom got a latte just no flavor shot just a coffee latte oh, wow. um and then I got a blueberry muffin mm. so which is I've been on this blueberry muffin thing that's a weird kick. train I don't know I've had like three in the last week and I think before that it's been like five years since I had a blueberry muffin <laughs> I was gonna say I literally don't know if I've ever had a blueberry muffin but what I don't really like fruit and desserts we don't need to get into that you but. know what I I I don't yeah I think I do because I like trifle and that's fruity I don't know anyway I digress but yeah it was it was pretty it was decent the only thing is is my mom's coffee was a little bit cold Mm. um not a good look yeah that kind of sucked because she got a hot coffee and it was came out and it was like lukewarm and then my coffee was 
um, kind of bitter. Mm. So if you like more bitter coffee, then maybe it's just a palate thing and my flavor, the taste buds were just like, no, thank you today. Some places just aren't for you. I forgot to mention like even what I got at that place. I literally just got my usual iced Americano. Right. And uh, my friend that I went with like told me that she loved the taste of their beans and their coffee like just on its own. So she got no sweetener in hers. So I tried that initially. Absolutely hated it because I was like, what? It tastes like coffee and milk like right. that's it and I'm I don't yeah. need it to be sweet it's you know like super sweet but I need that little taste to like balance out the bitterness of the coffee but I will say that I was actually happily surprised that like the black coffee on its own tasted really mm. like it was the best that I had ever totally tried yeah I actually drink black coffee more often than you'd think mm. like if I go to McDonald's I drink black those. if I go to Sunnyside or Smitty's restaurant I go and drink black coffee like if I go to a diner it's usually black coffee because they don't have dairy alternatives yeah, that's true um and like I will drink a cup of black coffee but it's not my go-to first but I don't mind it if yeah. it's not super bitter yeah sometimes I like the taste of the just the black coffee you can kind of appreciate it but yeah which is funny because I'm like a very sweet you like both yeah yeah Yeah. super sweet and then once it gets like a little less sweet as well I feel like yeah I'm I don't like it too sweet but I can't do like there's nothing worse than like just the super super strong coffee taste like on your tongue yeah yeah I don't know some people but I like iced coffee and I feel like iced coffee is meant to be a little sweet. Yeah. Like a hot coffee black is probably better than totally like an iced Americano Yeah, I'm black. starting to migrate over into the ice now because it's getting hotter and like I'm obsessed with Tim Horton's hazelnut, roasted hazelnut cold brews. Mm. So freaking good. Um, and I'm like getting them every day. <laughs> and I'm like, I feel like Liv because she always iced gets coffee. iced coffees. Yeah. But now I've just, yeah, I, I transition over when it's summertime and then I'll go back to yeah. my hot like pumpkin spice. I don't like pumpkin spice lattes, but, but like fall comes and I'm like, okay, warm basic bitch back yeah yeah, get her hot lattes anyway (laughs) i think we've talked about coffee enough today let's get into that i know we're both drinking water like i had a monster before this that was my caffeine kick to get us through the late night recording but yeah okay well today's episode um first of all do not judge this if you hear this and you're like oh my god and you're like this is so woke or woo woo no yeah. this is gonna be fun you're gonna learn something so you gotta stick around give it the benefit guarantee of the doubt. when you listen to this you're gonna learn something about yourself or your partner or somebody you care about and you're gonna be fascinated that today's <laughs> episode is cosmic connections decoding your big three astrology signs or astrological signs Mm -hmm. so we are talking about astrology today three and some people are going to already know what that is like just hearing the big three and other people are going to be like what the heck are you talking about the big three we are going to teach you yeah we're going to teach you absolutely so i thought this would be a good topic because like we often do we'll pull in topics that relate to our everyday life what we're dealing with at the time or stuff that we're interested in just whatever's Um, coming up like totally personal lives yeah and I think this has been something that both Liv and I have bonded over we both enjoy it Mm -hmm. and um I don't know if you guys had listened to I think it was like episode two which was my story really and what kind of we had gone through to get to the place where we are today um I worked for a very large astrology company 
and I spent almost six years there and I did everything astrology. I learned so much. I traveled to different places in the States and I studied the chakras. I studied tarot. I actually managed 20 to 25 uh, psychics. That was part of my job for two years where I was, um, I was a program product or, uh, yeah, project program and product manager for mm-hmm. a psychic platform um, and worked very closely with different psychics, shamans, mediums, things like that. So this world, crystals, all that fun stuff, all these divination tools are You've really, been I've while. been in it for a while. So yeah. I've learned so much mm-hmm. and I've spent the last now it's been what six, seven, eight, nine years like teaching people that since 2017. So my math is probably off, but um, actually, I want to do that 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, six. six. Years. Yeah. Jeez, I'm off by three years. I smart. Close enough. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So now I'm like teaching people and people are teaching me and it's so fun. So yeah. There's let's... always more to learn about it. It's like a, an ever growing thing, yeah. at least for me. So like my personal experience, I. Like, I always knew what my main zodiac sign is, what, like, I feel like beginners call it rather than, like, an astrological sign. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always knew I was a Taurus kind of thing, and I, like, knew characteristics about that, and I really identified with it. But I had no idea that there was more to it, that there was a big three, and that there's actually more beyond the three, and there's, like, your whole birth chart and stuff. So I didn't even really start tapping into that or learn any of that until I started working at OTF shortly after I moved to uh, Halifax from PEI and was introduced to it through a dear friend now and coworker that I was working with at the time. Mm-hmm. And that is what kind of like kickstarted my, so that's like three and a half years, but the amount that I've learned about it and the amount like that like, I still have to learn from it kind of thing. Oh yeah. Like my hope for this episode at least is that this kind of like sparks some things in someone they're passionate to like go down the rabbit hole that I went down a few years ago because yeah. you can learn a lot about yourself and it's quite fascinating if you put the like woo woo and like the you know stereotypical fake stuff aside yeah, yeah like don't fall for that kind of stuff like do your own research and yeah actually give it a chance but it can be super informative and we think you guys are going to enjoy this episode and absolutely yeah so why don't you kind of tell us what is the concept of the big three mm-hmm So essentially the big three, you have your sun sign, which would be the main zodiac sign that I was just referring to, me being a Taurus. And then you have your moon sign and you also have your rising sign. So we're going to get into individually what all three of those are, what they stand for, um, what ours are, and like we're kind of going to break it down for you so you guys can figure it out for yourself what yours is and then learn more about each of the characteristics for all the different zodiac signs as well. But One big misconception I think a lot of people think who are very beginner, and this is what I thought, like I said, I just thought that my sun sign being Taurus, like that's all that I identified with. That's who you were. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm a Taurus. So, you know, there's no Scorpio in me. There's no Gemini in me. There's no this in me or anything like that. And that's just absolutely false. Like, (laughs) Yeah. Couldn't be more more incorrect. More far from that. Absolutely. Yeah. So it can get a little bit overwhelming because there is so much to it, but we decided today we're just going to focus on the big three, your sun, moon, and rising. And I feel like 
if you start there and you learn about those three, you have a really good base to like dive deeper into it down the road. Absolutely. That really forms like the trifecta foundation of who you are and how you show up in the world. It's like your internal meets your external. And like Liv mentioned, like we're not going to get into the elements or the houses or the different aspects. Like there's so much. And and most people don't get into astrology because... There's they they see it in front of it. It's a huge hill to climb, and like then they're like, "We can't." So yeah, we definitely think just start with these three and understand just this basic stuff, and oh, yeah. you'll already be so much further ahead than a lot of people are out there. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So just to quickly break it down, because we will obviously go into more information for all three of them. Yeah. But your sun is like your identity. It's like your main characteristics that you would feel that you identify with your moon sign rules your emotions so that's going to tap more into like your inner dialogue the thoughts that you think the feelings that you feel stuff like that and then your rising sign is literally how you show up in the world so that would be like your external relationships with people how you walk the streets how you present yourself and stuff like that yeah that's just a very surface level description of it but we will dive deeper into it but yeah I think let's let's share what our top three are totally. and then we can kind of yeah before we do if you guys are listening out there and you know anything about astrology take a second to guess what our signs are because Liv, Liv just said she's a Taurus yeah but, and I think we've mentioned my what my sign is on the show before we have because we said we're soul sisters right and if anyone's into astrology they'll also know what that means yeah that's true <laughs> um yeah we're opposites actually on the birth chart which is funny but Liv why don't you go through yours first yeah so I am a Taurus sun like I said I am a Capricorn moon, and I'm a Scorpio rising. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Everyone's like, what the hell does that mean? I know. I that already. means nothing to me. Yeah. yeah. No, she is very earthy with some fire and water. So. Yeah. So I, and I'm just throwing this out there for the people who do actually know what astrology means. I'm a stellium in Capricorn and Taurus, yeah. which means, if you don't know what that means, it basically just means I am like... A lot of the same A lot thing. of earth, a yeah. lot of practicality, a lot of logic. Yeah. Like, Definitely. I am a Scorpio sun. Um, Very big water baby over here. Very sensitive little fuck. And um, which is funny because my rising is um, Capricorn, which is really opposite of that. Mm -hmm. So I'm very motherly, very earthy, very practical, practical. So it's like I have a parent and a child that I'm constantly dealing with. And then my moon, which is the emotions like Liv mentioned. Which is another child. Which is another child. (laughs) Is Sagittarius. Um, Think like Miley Cyrus here and her. kind of crazy rebellious spontaneous spontaneous flaky wild side so there's like the mother trying to tame two of her kids who are crazy but also like introverted and shy so it's very confusing (laughs) i am a lot i've had a professional astrology read my chart before and she was like oh sweetie i'm so sorry I was like, I know. I really want to get that done because I honestly feel like I would get the same reaction, reaction from yeah. someone. They'd be like, damn, she people like, oh, need to be careful when they're like this is tough. getting close to you. Yeah. 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 But um, anyway, that's so funny. My nail just broke off and I am trying not to scream in pain. And there's, I was wondering what ow, was going on. I played basketball and I freaking has broken off all my nails. Sorry, Ireland. I'm coming for you, girl. And you're going to have to fix this. But anyway. Um, yeah, let's get into Let's talk about the sun sign. Because like you mentioned, that is the 
the place where most people start and stop. They start and finish right there. They're like, okay, what's your zodiac? They hear that like one thing and they're like, that's yeah. all that I am. And even like the trending social media, when you hear somebody walk around like, what's your what's your zodiac sign? Or you hear those like jokes about people who are like, as soon as you hear a girl ask you what time you were born, run. Like, oh my all god, that I hate stuff. those memes. Because yeah. you know what? I'm gonna ask every single guy that I entertain or girl, and I have thus far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too. Now moving forward, I will literally not engage or go on dates with someone if I don't know their sign because that changes a lot when you get into it and learn you actually start to realize like how realistic these things are and how they can play and and line up for you and you really understand those compatibilities things which we'll get into Mm -hmm. but I want to kind of go back and uh rewind just a little bit here because I want to talk to people about how we find these things I Mm -hmm. think it's important to understand where it comes from and why it's related to you so in order for you guys to find your sun sign you know that that's usually your birthday so I was born November 12th 1988 and Liv was born in May in I forget May the, 6, 1996 1996 so it, yeah. yeah so you would basically look at your birth day month and year and that would kind of define your sun sign Mm -hmm. now in order for you to figure out your entire birth chart which includes your rising sign and we might actually interchange this because ascendant and rising are the same thing so if you hear me say your ascendant or your rising sign they mean the same thing yeah they're the same um in order for you to find that in your moon sign as well as all the other signs because you your entire birth you have every single sign in your chart um and every single planet Mm -hmm. in your chart that you would have to look at the place you were born so i was born in halifax you were born in pei and then the time and it has to be the exact time right literally to the minute like 8 39 p.m well i was born 10 39 i was born 8 40 p.m that's funny uh yeah when you said 39 i was like that's so weird because my mom told me 8 40 and i'm just i'm still like i don't know if i fully believe you but then she literally like Oh yeah, she has it on like the birth, not the birth certificate, but like the birth documentation of like when I was born. Yeah, mine was in the newspaper, so I have a newspaper clipping of it, which says the time and everything. Yeah, that's helpful. But basically like text your mom or call your mom and figure out and try and find out like your exact time and obviously your location and... Yeah, there's quite a few websites. I think there's one like really good one that you were going to suggest. Yeah, we'll talk about that at the end, but I think it's, yeah. And and also know if it's AM or PM because that makes a huge difference yep. because it's not only like the longitudinal, longitudinal, longitudinal and latitudinal placements of like where you were at the exact moment, exact minute of your birth, where all of the planets and... Where they were in the sky. We were in the solar system. Like yeah. we want to know all of that stuff and that really defines so much. And even being off by like 10 minutes, even a couple minutes can yeah. make or break your chart. Yeah. So let me describe this because whenever I first moved here is whenever I asked my mom for my birth time and she always would mix up me and my brothers. So my brother is born at 9. 40 p.m. and I'm at 8 40 p.m. so we're literally like an hour off. That's so crazy. She, yeah so to she the had, minute. Literally. So she had told me actually I think his might be like 9 39 or something but she told me mine was 9 40 because she remembered the 40 for me but right. she messed up like the 8 and 9 p.m. So I for I think it was up until probably like four months ago. Yeah it wasn't it was I remember recently, you saying that. I thought that I was a Sagittarius rising not a Scorpio rising because my birth time was off by, by an literally hour. an hour and right. that's how like easily it changed. And that defines a lot in who it you does. think you are and yeah. how you show up. Yeah so we're just saying like yeah find the exact time if you can like from your parents. Yeah. You can obviously put in what they give you it just might not give you. Right and what they usually suggest um, is put 12 
12 a.m. if you don't have your birth time and it will give you enough. It won't be your full chart, but it will still give you enough to understand. Yeah. And that, so if you guys don't know your birth time, then just if, when we do tell you where you can go find this stuff is like, just put in 12 a.m. as yeah. your base baseline. Cause you do need to have a time in there, but yeah, let's move on to the actual sun sign. So let's get into like your Zodiac sign and what that means. You kind of briefly mentioned that so do we want to give a little bit more detail into the sun sign and what that represents for us yeah for sure so like i said it's like your identity so it's your core self it's like who you really are kind of thing and like who you would feel that you are um so it represents your core essence it's definitely like the ego side of things and yeah just like your whole identity uh it reflects your main personality your traits your characteristics strengths and weaknesses so Obviously, when you, like, we're going to break it down with all the different zodiac signs, but, like, whenever I learned that I was a Taurus, I was able to then look at the characteristics of a Taurus and relate to those and learn more about, yeah, like, it, anticipating what my strengths would be, anticipating what my weaknesses would also be. Um, yeah, so it shines a light on your aspirations, motivations, and it'll give you a little bit of a guidance into specific areas in your life. Uh, it'll help you to bring vitality and fulfillment and basically just to get you on track with what your core essence is asking from you. Yeah. Like the Taurus is ruled by specific things. Like there's just specific things that they're more interested in that other people are. So it doesn't make sense for me to be a Taurus and to not follow and like line up with those things that are my core essence. Yeah. And I would feel like unaligned or I would feel pulled in different directions if I wasn't following kind of those things. And yeah, exactly. Once you learn what your sign is, and this goes for your big three as well, and then you learn the characteristics of each of those individual signs, you'll be able to pick out these things that like relate to you. And not everything will, because remember it's it's categorized, right? Like you're not the only Everything's on in a the world. spectrum in the world. Yeah, there's yeah. millions and billions of us like all intertwined in this, but it gives you a collective. Right. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is some people don't know this either, is that yes, there's 12 months, 12 zodiac signs, but there is zodiac signs in different months mm. so you can be a scorpio born in october yeah at the end of october or you can be a scorpio born in the beginning of november yeah you guys have probably if you like get targeted which i do by <laughs> astrology like memes and stuff on instagram you'll see like funny things where they bash like all oh, the may taurus versus the april taurus like, right and there are differences between there are them, differences enough, but... yeah which is funny absolutely so yeah that was a great description of your sun sign um why don't we just start getting into this this will be the fun part here because we're gonna go through each of the 12 zodiac signs and yeah. give some of the strengths and weaknesses or i suppose positive and more or less not so positive aspects of each yeah, of those signs there's like the the like the characteristics that are like the positive side of it but then there's kind of like the shadow side of everything yeah it's a nice way of saying like the not self which yeah. means the part of ourselves that we don't want to identify with but are still there because everything yeah. is duality there's of course there's always the going to be and good yang. and bad the perfect the yin and the yang it yeah. is very important for us to know that they're without the beautiful, good, awesome side of it, you or without, sorry, the bad side of it, the negative side, you can't have that beautiful side. So let's start with Aries. So funny enough, I'm not going to get into the history of astrology or anything like that, but there are the calendar that we know of today was actually changed by Caesar back in, I don't know what year it was, but a long time ago. So the calendar that we know is actually not the calendar that was created originally. And they say that mm. the very beginning of the year was in, started in, in April. Mm -hmm. And 
that Aries, which is the first sign in the birth chart or first sign of the Zodiac was created because it was the first month of the year. And that was representing spring because it's in the springtime and April is spring, new, refreshing. I know a lot of cultures still, still look at that. that Yeah. And they would say things like, if you are Catholic Christian, that Jesus was actually born on July 25th and not December 25th, Mm. which is, there's so much religion stuff that actually ties in with spirituality but that's not what this is about today uh, i just thought that was an interesting of course part to this so yeah. it starts with aries and that's if you were born so listen closely because this might be your birthday um march 21st through to april 19th yeah so every day in amongst that between those dates then you your sun sign will be aries Mm -hmm. um there are people that are on the cusp so if you're born on the 20th or 21st sometimes people are like well am i an aries or am i this like i think it also depends where you like what time obviously and where in the world you were born at born at because obviously like the time zones change in different areas of the world but Yeah, that's why, like, kind of your birth time comes into effect there, so you can find out the exact one. But I think if you are someone who's on the cusp, it's important to learn which two signs you're on the cusp of. And you you can relate to both of them. Yeah. Yeah, you're kind of lucky in that way. I think my sister's a cusp sign as well. Um, So Aries, yeah. So Aries is a very fiery sign. That is the element of fire. The bravest of all the signs. Um, They're usually the sign that you would see charging the at the very beginning. If it was, like, a war, they'd be, like, like... on their horse with their <laughs> face paint going yeah. and charging full speed. Literally um, think of the ram. Yeah, That's think, what their animal yeah, is. Yeah, let's do that as well. So yeah, they're, they're the ram um, and they are very headstrong, very loud. Um, and if you have an Aries friend, when they enter the room, you usually you know. Yeah. Uh, one of my best friends is an Aries and she's actually kind of the opposite of this, which is quite funny. So she really lives in her other signs. Mm. Um, but yeah, the positive aspects are they're very energetic. They're very courageous, which is funny because I didn't even read that when I was explaining it. Yeah. I know astrology so well, but yeah. <laughs> uh, they're passionate, they're confident, and they're super independent. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more, we're just going to use negative because it's easy. So the negative side to it. So if you have a partner or, a parent or somebody who's an Aries you could be like oh yeah that <laughs> sounds like them yeah um very impulsive very yep. impatient they can be self-centered short-tempered and aggressive um because I had said Aries is a fire sign that fiery kind of hot element mm-hmm. um really all fire signs are kind them. of known for that like short, spicy like think of a match right like how quickly a flame can kind of like get started yeah that's literally like where the representation comes from totally yeah all right transitioning into to the next and best if I will say (laughs) you're not biased or anything (laughs) not at all Mm -hmm. um yeah so next up is Taurus so the dates for this one is April 20th to May 20th so some positives so this one's uh bull Aries is the ram and then Taurus is the bull so literally think of like so many people make the joke about like bull in a china what it what's Chi- yeah bull in a china shop yeah china shop that's yep. it like that's literally what a taurus is and i think it's pretty well represented so some positive characteristics to myself and all the other beautiful tauruses out there <laughs> so biased uh patient reliable loyal practical very sensual i actually added this one in today to the did notes. you I, yep. was, I was actually gonna say when i was reviewing this i don't think yeah, i saw that i there. did <laughs> add that in there i was like that's a nice touch yeah i wanted that for you specifically well because we are like we're ruled by venus and we're technically like the most sensual of all the signs um resourceful sensual and sensual not sexual yes. and we'll get into that sensual is very different very than different sexual yeah 
Um, but yeah, another thing I want to add to that is we are honest. And sometimes that can be brutally honest. Sometimes that can be blatantly honest. Sometimes it's exactly what you need to hear. But I think that's where like the hard headed kind of like stubborn, stubborn yeah. yeahness of the bull kind of like comes in as well. So rolling into that, the negative characteristics, stubborn being the first one. Um, I'm also going to add this one, lazy. Those I feel like are the top two that whenever I learned I was a Taurus, I was like triggered mm. by, but also was like really targeted by. Right. You didn't want it to show you, like it's calling you out. You're yeah. like, damn it, I actually am those things. Yeah, I'm going to keep going because I'm going to explain this as well. Cautious. Oh, that's a new one. I don't know if I've I ever I added that one as well. Um, possessive, materialistic, resistant to change, and indulgent. So I think indulgent really kind of touches with lazy. People definitely get the notion that we're lazy when really I think we're just indulgent in our senses, which in a lot of sense of the matter, we're not going to want to work because we could chill on the couch or chill on the beach instead. We're not going to want to like, I don't know, do things that people might think are like productive. Like we're going to come across as lazy because yeah. of that. But. And indulgent also in the materialistic, like you yeah, want all the like nice things, you want to buy a lot yeah. of stuff, you want to be surrounded by a lot of like yeah. expensive things that make you feel good. Yeah. So Taurus, I didn't mention this, but Taurus is an earth sign. Um, it's the fixed of the earth signs. So most earth signs have a very calming and grounding demeanor to them. They're usually referred to as like very practical. Like if you... I don't know. This is just something that I've heard and I have with like a lot of friends. Like people will go to their earth sign friend to get advice because your earth sign friend is going to tell you exactly what you need to hear. It might not be what you want to hear, but it's like the brutally honest, practical, logical reasoning Mm. to this situation or whatever. Like we can put our emotions aside and whatnot. Um, But yeah, I'm going to roll into Gemini as well because we are currently still in Gemini season Mm. and we're actually about to have a new moon in Gemini, which I think is going to be bringing up lots of stuff. Um, so Gemini goes from May 21st to June 20th. What is... The twins. The twins. Yeah. The si- I don't know if they're sisters, but... We'll just call them twins. Yeah, the they're twins. The two, two-headed, two-sided. Yeah. So I'll go into the positive characteristics of this. Um, versatile, curious, adaptable, sociable, intellectual... Um, yeah, that like perfectly describes my mother is a Gemini and actually both of Alex's parents are also Gemini, yeah. which is funny. Yeah. Um, another thing with like the twins and this might be like part of the shadow side or the negative characteristics that you might know if you're familiar with Gemini's, a lot of people will refer to them as two-faced. Um, they can be like fake to your face and have like a completely different persona behind them. I don't know if it's intentional. It might be, but... (laughs) What do you say, Gemini? (laughs) Yeah, I'd love to... I have a friend... They do get a bad rep for that. They definitely do, and yeah. So they're an air sign. Um, I'm not entirely familiar with, like, the characteristics of the air signs, but they're just a little bit more, like, head in the clouds, like, go with the flow more... Um, they're a lot more um, self-absorbed as well. Mm. They really are about kind of what is going to be beneficial for them yeah. and not necessarily go with the status quo. They're kind of like, think about airy and like just flowing, like you said. They're not, they don't care on the to be a certain yeah. way. Yeah, they're not, They're yeah, they're up in the air. Heads in the clouds, right. you'll hear that reference. Yeah. Um, so the negative characteristics for that sign is restless inconsistent, superficial, anxious, indecisive. Yeah, just kind of like, you know, the opposite of what their positive characteristics are. (laughs) I can definitely see it. God love you, mom, but... 
Well, I made that joke before on the show. It's like I grew up with four parents oh, and yeah. not two. I I remember telling like my friends would be like, oh my God, your mom is so cool. Your mom is like so nice. And I'm just like, what in the actual hell are you talking about? <laughs> like, yeah, she is. Sorry, Michelle. <laughs> probably not listening, but I love you, mom. Yeah, but funny. she like, yeah, on the other side of things, like obviously mothers are different to their children than they are to their friends when yeah. they come over. But that was like, to me, the first time that I learned that, yeah, Gemini's can have two sides to them. <laughs> yeah, that is so funny. So let's go into another water sign. Mm-hmm. We're getting into cancer, which is people who are cancers get a bad rap because they're like, they I'm a cancer and like they don't want to associate it with actual cancer yeah um, plus they're then um let's just throw this out there because their uh animal is the crab the which crab. like people are like oh i have crabs so yeah like, I'm so crabby. I, I know and so then also cancer. their actual zodiac symbol is like 69 yeah you guys are a 69 um so, so poor funny. cancers we're sorry um cancer they're amazing though you guys are fun yeah june 21st to july 22nd so if you guys are a cancer this is your, your season characteristic um so cancers like we said are water sign they're kind of when you think of a cancer you think of very emotional mm-hmm. very like the baby of the group very sensitive a lot of jokes about how they cry a lot right my oh she must be a cancer cry baby definitely yeah. i mean this is so funny we have so many stereotypes but honestly yeah so the positives about that because they're water because they are so sensitive tuned into that emotional they're side. very nurturing mm-hmm. they're very empathetic they're very intuitive. Water signs in general are very spiritual, intuitive. Yeah. Um, they can be extremely protective and loyal with people that they care about. Yeah. Um, so if you have a cancer friend, you usually... I get a cancer bestie and she is all of those. Yeah. You she's know, our cancer mama. You know that she's, yeah, kind of the, the maternal one, but also needs to be taken care of as mm-hmm. well. So we'll get into more of the maternal one. In, in a bit <laughs> um but yeah cancers really do care about the thoughts and feelings of mostly themselves but also others yeah um and then they're negative which we've already kind of spoken about they're over emotional they can be very clingy mm. um and they can be moody with all of those emotions insecure and then not as cautious as Taurus, but overly cautious to the point where it could be like stagnant and actually mm. detrimental, right. um, that they're not moving and pushing themselves forwards to take any risks because they're afraid. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you guys are Cancer, we love you, Cancer. We love you. You're your, not crabby. You're not crabby or no. 69-y. Or maybe you are. If that's <laughs> might the be case, a kinky, go yeah. for it. Yeah, <laughs> we, we salute you, crabs. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Just don't get any crabs. Yeah, don't do that. We don't need that. <laughs> that's funny. All right, rolling into the next one so this will be I guess our second fire sign so this is Leo um Leo is like the lion I literally when I think of Leo I think of just like big audacious hair and like a lioness yeah you're wild yeah you're wild you're free the king of the jungle literally and they think they are they do think that they are so another fire sign so kind of remembering everything we said about the fire signs but the positive characteristics to them they're very confident um, generous, charismatic, passionate, and creative as well. And I actually also have a Leo bestie in my friend group. And my my best friend also is a Leo. Yeah, yeah, we both have some Leos around us. Um, and I stand by all of those. Like she is doing amazing things, and yeah, it's it's amazing to see. I've had like a couple negative associations with Leos in the past, so it's amazing to see like 
my friend fully tapped into these like positive characteristics and like showing up in the world with that. Like I'm, I just love that so much. Um, so some of the negative characteristics, and this is kind of what was more present when I was also, I just like the Leo's that I was having negative experience with were dating and Taurus and Leo, first of all, don't blend at all. So that could have also been a problematic right, to it as well, but right. the negative characteristics for them, They can be arrogant, attention-seeking, also stubborn, controlling, dramatic, and kind of one that goes off of the confidence. They can be very cocky and self-centered, like putting themselves above everyone else and putting themselves on a pedestal. Yeah. And yeah, so they're very prideful in like a positive way, but we all know we've seen positive like confidence and that's very attractive on people but we've all seen taking everything can get taken to the extreme oh yeah when you're like emotions detrimental and our the way we feel about ourselves, how we present ourselves, all those things are um driven by emotion and emotion is energy emotion is energy in motion so you know depending on the day you're gonna even show your shadow side or your your positive side oh yeah yeah and we're not perfect so right we're not meant to in our positive characteristics 24 7 yeah of course okay so right on moving right along um august 23rd to september 22nd is the virgo sign Mm -hmm. virgo is a virgin Um, second earth sign yeah it is an earth sign here very another very grounded kind of aloof more like really looking into benefiting themselves very wanting to be independent feeling like that Mm -hmm. um virgo is a sign that actually i'm supposed to be compatible with which is interesting Mm -hmm. because they're very like um logical as well they want to uh be successful they want to do things that are going to push make them forward in yeah. life and yeah make a difference i feel like they're often known as the perfectionists yeah they d- they definitely are which let's get into their positive side uh detail oriented which makes sense for people who are successful they're practical analytical diligent and organized so that might seem boring um and the funny thing is is virgos often sometimes get a bad rap for they not do. having a yeah. big personality um i have my most recent ex was a virgo yeah. and um they just can be very like meh and you're like okay what about this and they're like well okay you know they're very like driven and ambitious about their goals or things that they want to like structure or organize or yeah that they're just passionate about but it's kind of like things that they're not passionate about they just like not interested yeah you won't see that enthusiasm there yeah but they definitely can be super fun they can just like any of the other signs they can be loving once they are in love with you they're super loyal they Mm -hmm. definitely want to have those long-term relationships as well um the negative part of that is they can be critical um Mm -hmm. because they are perfectionists that little things can make them judge you um they are a bit worrisome because if things are not perfect that it could be the threat of things falling apart uh they can be reserved which we did talk about a little Mm -hmm. bit aloof and then nitpicky which is a little bit like the judgmental part of things Um, but they can be very strong leaders and definitely, um, if you are in the business world, you want to find a Virgo and you want to stick with them because they'll, they'll help get you somewhere. So yeah. 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 The earth signs like Virgo, Capricorn and Taurus are like really good at like making action come to life. Absolutely. Like, moving forward with totally. action. So moving into our next air sign. Uh, so this is Libra. 
Um, so this one is like the balancing scales, scales. the scales, yeah. the, yeah, the, oh my God, what is her name? Justice. The justice. Balance. That's what uh, it yeah, is. Yeah. The scales of justice. Right. So the dates for this are September 23rd to October 22nd. Um, and yeah, similar to the other air signs, we'll get into the positive characteristics for them. Um, so they can be super diplomatic, har- harmonious. Why was that so hard to read? <laughs> Harmonious. I like second guess myself yeah. partway through. Um, so yeah, literally think of like a scale, like trying to balance on either side. The equilibrium is really important. Yeah. So I actually, my father is a Libra. So I had two air sign parents mm. and yeah, I could just, I can absolutely see like all these characteristics for him. Um, very fair minded. So they want to like look out for everyone and make sure things are like super equal. And yeah, they like just super justice based obviously they're justice yeah um social very social and they're also super romantic so like i mentioned earlier with taurus being like the most sensual and they're ruled by venus which venus is the planet of love kind of thing uh libra is also ruled by venus so they are also very romantic um not sensual in the same way as taurus but in their own different way but like, if you've got a Libra partner, you probably have a sick cuddler on your hands. Swear to God. Um, so some of the negative characteristics for them, they can be a little bit indecisive. So back to that, like, balancing, it can be hard for them to pick and choose, like, one side. Because, again, they want to be fair-minded and make sure everyone's... Well, that's the thing. You're like, pick a side, but they're... It's almost, like, detrimental in it that It can sense. be. And I also know people who are like, Libras are so fair, and they're usually the people in the group that are, like, calming everyone down. But a lot of times, the parts that people don't understand is Libras are really um, self-centered as well. They are. They, they want to do what's best for the group, but as long as it's beneficial to them, Mm -hmm. because if it's not going to benefit them, yeah, if they feel things off in the whole group, it's affecting them. Right. So they need everyone to be like cool, calm and collected so that they feel good. Right. Which I honestly think that that's like a really good characteristic to have about them, but yeah, obviously it can be a little difficult on the negative, the shadow side. Um, so yeah, indecisive, people-pleasing is very common. I, that's like the epitome of what I think about my dad. Like he really struggled with that. Yeah. Like st- struggling with like his own backbone kind of thing. Um, superficial, super dependent and avoidant of conflict. Right. Yeah. I yeah. can see all that. Yeah, totally. Let's get into the actual best sign <laughs> in the zodiac. <laughs> Screw Taurus. Um, I've been waiting like... Frickin' eight signs, nine signs. Yeah, there's a yeah. reason you're at the bottom. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Hey, girl. <laughs> we are the mother. I am mother. I was going to say I that. am literally mother. Yeah. I am the creator of everything. You're the creator of I am of the alchemist of, of... We are. We are the womb, the mother, earth. Yeah. We are Scorpio. Anyone born between October 23rd and November 21st, congratulations. You are God. Um, <laughs> and uh, you are in my clan. You are yeah. my people. We are a water sign, like I keep saying. Uh, it doesn't mean that we're super babyish emotional um it just means that we're really in flow and in tune with our emotions Mm -hmm. um we are really influenced by the nature of water Mm. um which means we are very in tune with ourselves and with other people around us um so we are i had mentioned cancer being that like nurturing kind of wanting to make everybody feel good and libra being similar to that but yeah if you do want the most loyal kind of taking care of everybody you want to find a scorpio because they will mother yeah they will they will go to the ends of the earth for their loyalty 
Um, and I know that very well. So um, positive, which the funny thing is, is this first one here, which we had written down, I was like, this could actually be looked at as pretty negative, but it actually is considered a positive trait, which is... It's technically both, like what you're being that about. Right. You know? Is intense. Yeah. Um, we can be intense about our relationships which can be a turnoff but we can also be intense about our passions and mm-hmm. that can be really inspiring for other people yeah. um we can be intense about our work life and things like that yeah. um so or and how much we care and stuff so that it, it's a balance between how we want to look at it it's just probably a little bit more passionate about something specific than any of the other signs right would be. yeah once we kind of you know sink our teeth in or i guess our stingers into it it's kind of like we, we don't want to fail at all. So we're also yeah. that perfectionist. Um, yeah, which the funny thing is, is the second part here is passionate, um, intuitive, like I mentioned, esoteric. So we are very spiritual. We are a very spiritual sign, um, psychic, transformative, determined, and loyal. So we kind of all mentioned those. And then the negative things. Um, a lot of people say what is the most hated sign and people often say Scorpio. And I do think that it's, people have this vision of like this emo everyone's in black really dark mysterious Mm. kind of pushed everyone's pushed aside and like we're not like that it's just the most misunderstood sign Mm -hmm. is also Scorpio so people are like oh I hate Scorpio I don't want to have a Scorpio friend like any of the signs though like when you're someone like when you're a Scorpio or you're a Taurus or you're a Libra or whoever and you're just in your ego side and you're showing up in more of those shadow negative characteristics, like for the Scorpio, these ones, I don't know, like people are affected by those when people are in their negative. And it's also because Scorpios are going to cut you off. And I think if you get burnt by a Scorpio, you feel it a little bit and think of like the passion right so if you had them as a friend or you have them as a partner and you experience that passion and then you get like the vengeful removal of that yeah it's gonna feel even harsher yeah Yeah. so the negative um (laughs) secretive jealous resentful and vengeful um so it's like when people are like breaking up i think that they get a bad rep because when you break up with a scorpio it can be not a great time yeah Um, not to say i'm like that (laughs) but again it depends like how healthy they are in their characteristics right it's it's how much they show up in that negative not self that shadow self and also it's plays a role like we were talking about your moon and your rising also play a heavy role in how you show up as your sun sign yeah um as well so yeah let's just rip through these next few yep so sagittarius is next what's oh sagittarius is like the arrow yeah the bow and arrow the the archer so literally think i don't know if anyone's read like what the meaning behind like those arrow signs that ever or arrow tattoos that everyone was getting for a little bit but it like literally is like launching you forward do you have one i have an arrow in your thing oh yeah you do in her little compass yeah how cute yeah so usually that like is pushing you forward essentially um so the dates for this one is november 22nd to december 21st and the positive, so this is also a fire sign. Um, the positive characteristics for them, they're very adventurous, optimistic, philosophical, independent, open-minded. Like, they very often get the notion of, like, they're the child, they're a kid at heart. Like, they're yeah, always the just, Yeah, the fun-loving. Like, yeah, like, very happy and kind of, like, carefree is, like, what their positive sides, um, positive characteristics come through as. And then their negative characteristics, like Alex was referring to. <laughs> yeah, I already gave you a hint of this. Um, they're impatient, <laughs> reckless, blunt, tactless, restless. Um, there's another word that I'm thinking passive passive aggressive is another oh, one yeah. on the shadow side that yeah. has i had a sagittarius male partner and 
it was an interesting experience, but yeah, very passive aggressive yeah. when they're in their shadow side. Totally, totally. <laughs> and yeah, got another bestie as a Sag, but we love the fun loving energy that comes yeah, through. Yeah, and that's my moon sign. So yeah. my emotions are like kind of like that child, the silly, childish. goofy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so right in, going right into Capricorn. So Capricorn's like a water goat. So it's like a, it's, <laughs> a, it's a goat with like a tail of yeah. a fish kind of. Um, and it's December 22nd to January 19. The positive aspects are they're very ambitious, very responsible, disciplined, practical, and patient. They're also an earth sign. Mm. Um, so they're very grounded. They're, when you think of like we talked about Virgo. So Scorpio is also really compatible with Capricorn. And I did also have a Capricorn boyfriend. Very much about being successful rising to the top a lot of really famous successful people in business are capricorns or virgos um yeah very ambitious like that their negative can be that they can be rigid pessimistic workaholic cold and overly cautious Mm. so sometimes they're similar like they don't want to be goofy and silly they're more logical and like how is this going to benefit me i think they're kind of like the father of the zodiac signs like they the strict yeah they're they can be a little bit harsh on the negative side but like yeah tapping into that like they usually have a little bit more masculine energy yeah yeah. Yeah, and that's my rising. So and that's my moon. Yeah. So you're very I, earthy. And very I have earthy. yeah, we you have earth, fire, and water, but I also have earth, fire, and water. I have earth, earth, and water. Oh, earth, earth, and water. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Uh right. Aquarius. What is water? Is that literally just their symbol? Um, Aquarius is water. I forget what Aquarius is. I just looked is. it up and it said literally just like water bearer. Yeah. They're the Oh, with the, the pourer. Yes, so they're the person that pours the water into the river with the bucket, right? Sure. Yeah, the water bearer. Yeah. So they aren't a water sign, Which though. is so funny because, yeah, they're actually an air sign. Yeah. Um, people really get confused people about People put a lot of, like, Aquarius, sorry, guys, if you're one, but you guys are the most mysterious, mystical, confusing signs. Like the odd one out kind of thing. They are the odd one the out. Sheep. The black sheep And if of you the know Zodiac. Aquariuses, I have quite a few in my life, and they just are, they're amazing, but they stick out like a sore thumb from, like, everyone else. They're, yeah, they're thing. the oddballs of the group. They're yeah. the kind of quirky don't really their go with the flow always be different of yours like, yeah yeah which they're great so their dates are january 20th to february 18th like i said they're an air sign um positive characteristics that they have so they're very innovative super independent intellectual humanitarian and open-minded so like usually they do really good like advocating for something that they're passionate about or politics oh, yeah. sometimes like they will usually be making really big changes in the world or like standing up for the little guy in a sense of the matter yeah and it's usually like again it's it's that self-serving they have to be really interested in it Mm -hmm. to be able to pursue it if they have no interest in it at all they're like not for me i don't care bye and they're not going to succumb to this like conformity and the status quo to make other people feel good yeah absolutely not so their negative characteristics um like alex is kind of mentioning they're very detached aloof i feel like they get a rep for being like the most careless um emotionless emotionless yeah so they're emotionally distant is what we have here as well unpredictable and rebellious so yeah another thing is they kind of like to go against the rules they like to go like they're the fish swimming in the other direction kind of thing they like to be different and they don't want to be tied down exactly yeah it can be probably it's actually very difficult to get in a relationship with an aquarius 
yeah, yeah. from what I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we won't go there. Yeah. So Pisces, the last one here, the 12th sign of the Zodiac is February 19th to March 20th. So we've hit right back up to where we began. Pisces yep. is the actual fish swimming down the river. Yep. Um, and they are a water sign. They are the water sign. <laughs> yeah, so they're positive. You know what? The funny thing is, is Pisces is probably the sign that I know the least about. Mm. Um, they're compassionate, imaginative, intuitive, artistic and empathetic again if you guys have listened up until this point you'll probably hear a trend Mm -hmm. with the positive and negative aspects of these characteristics for each sign that are based off of their elements yeah like all the water water and and um fire yeah that's why they're categorized that way because they have similarities right yeah exactly their negative aspects are they can be overly sensitive they can be an escapist so if Mm. things are uncomfortable then they'll leave if they're yeah. in a fight then they'll just be like I'm, i can't deal and they'll peace out mm-hmm. um they can be indecisive very impressionable they are like the little sister of the sign um prone to self-pity mm-hmm. uh can complain <laughs> a lot you poor little pisces it's like cancer pisces are like that the two waters that are really gentle and like meek and the scorpio waters like like I said, like the mother of yeah. those two, like puts her arms like has around the, bad the two. Rep of being the big like emo goth. Yeah. Mom. Oh, did we didn't say Scorpios are scorpions? Yeah. Yeah, I never said that. I was gonna say, but then I was like, she said Scorpio. My stinger. Like. Yeah, Scorpio. Yeah. That's probably the easiest to remember because it, it is. The- yeah, yeah, pretty much the full word. The thing, sorry, but yeah, that's it. So if you guys learned a little bit, so say if you have a partner who's a Aquarius and you're like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. That's so much like so-and-so or you yeah. have a, a parent or a teacher or a boss. Um, yeah, definitely helps to understand a little bit more about our personality traits. Absolutely. And I feel like even if you only knew your sun sign and you didn't really know any background about your own characteristics, like even just listening to this through, you probably learned a few things about yourself and were like maybe a little triggered, maybe a little attacked. <laughs> You're probably like, you guys are assholes. <laughs> we swear we're just, re- don't kill the messenger. We're just reading basically what astrology says. It's not our opinion. Yeah, you can, you can go and find the exact same details anywhere. And yeah, we threw both of ourselves under the bus the same. Everyone has, like we yeah. said, the yin and the yang and yeah, I think it's important, at least for me, to know, like, the potential shadow side of myself, like... So you can improve and not be those things. Exactly, and anticipate that I'm going to be like that and then do things differently. Right, don't put yourself in positions to get those things triggered. Yeah. So now that we've gone through all of the different signs, we are going to kind of pull back before we wrap this up to, like, the big three, because we did chat a little bit about that, and then we wanted to give you some insight to each of the zodiac signs. So we're going to go back to the moon sign, and then we'll touch on the rising or the ascendant, um, just to give you guys, like, a little bit, a lasting little bit more information about what each of those are. So maybe you already do know your big three, or maybe you're going to go do it after this episode, or you're interested now kind of thing, and then you'll at least be able to know what your moon sign um, touches on and what your rising touches on. Yeah. So like we mentioned, the moon is obviously the emotional side. So it can be, like I said earlier, like the thoughts that you think to yourself. It's that inner voice that you have. It's the person who you actually are when no one else is around. It's like who you feel connected with. On the inside. Yeah, within your inner self. Um, It kind of is is what also drives you in this world because we are driven by our emotions. mm -hmm. So you know, we might identify as a sun sign, but our moon sign really dictates how we show up and we behave in a lot of ways. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
Yeah. So like I said, it represents your emotions. So another thing that that can really tie into is your instincts. Think of like your intuition, your gut feeling, and definitely that subconscious side. So our emotions, oftentimes we feel things or we think things and it's subconscious, right? Like we aren't even fully aware of where that's coming from. But nine times out of 10, I guarantee you it is stemming from like where your your moon sign is like in your chart or whatever. Yeah. Let's just go through these one for one. Yeah, sure. Okay. Reflects your emotional needs, your innermost desires, and how you instinctively react to situations. Similar to like Liv and I were just saying, um, it is a lot. So like I said, my moon sign is Sagittarius, which is a fire sign. Mm -hmm. And I can sometimes want to react before I respond. That spicy, fiery side wants to be like, but no, but defensive and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've had to really work on not letting my emotions control how I show up and dictate. So being a, when you become aware and you know better, you usually do better Yeah, and you can work on not doing those things. Yeah. I think you even mentioned that in one of our episodes, like over the past few months too, that you're working on being more reflective in the moment rather than just reacting. Exactly. Like take a step back and like take a breath and understand why these things are happening before you make kind of an action towards that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And your desires, it's really like, your wants and your needs and how you kind of feel like think about your relationships are often driven by your emotions. So if you desire another person, if you desire a job, if you feel like connected to something, we've had a lot of conversations on our mental health and what makes us feel worthy and valuable. And it usually is dictated by what uh, sign our moon is in. Yeah. Yeah. So similarly to all the characteristics that we were like sharing about. So obviously like hers, Uh, Sagittarius moon they can be like the shadow side of that is like flaky or Mm -hmm. what was the other ones blunt passive aggressive totally and I can be blunt and honest and things about those you know nature like that yeah well it would come through (laughs) what was that that Uh, wasn't even English English. (laughs) I know I was like are you gonna call me out on that I have to call myself out yeah it's it's late in the night (laughs) we're like so funny probably starting to question everything yeah here. what is what yeah. yeah um so yeah it provides insight into your nurturing style as well that's another thing so your moon really represents like how you will deal with other people's emotions how compassionate you might be with them so just for example i think this is one that we didn't even say with capricorn because i'm a capricorn moon mm-hmm. um they tend to be very repressive of their emotions so yeah. They tend to kind of how we said, like, they can be harsh or kind of like that, like, harsh mother vibes. Like, they'll put the emotional child side to bed. Right. Yeah. To be very logical and forward thinking. Like, how is this going to be beneficial if I cry? That's just wasting time. Yeah. Like, literally word for word. Like, they will do something that's more practical than emotional. Exactly. Yeah. I really see that for myself yeah um it also will reflect their personal habits and what makes them feel emotionally secure like how they're able to meet their own emotional needs how they're able to get their needs met by other people in relationships yeah where they feel the most comfortable yeah so like capricorn rising or sorry capricorn moon they would when they put their head into something like work and they can just like focus on something and and really dive into something that's what i feel so called out yeah it's so funny because i like literally before i was coming out here i was like 
editing but I was having such an emotional day today as you know yeah. and I was crying so hard I was watching Grey's Anatomy while I was mm. um editing and Grey's was making me cry about something that was obviously happening there and then I realized that what I was really crying about was my own stuff but I just wasn't able to right. tune into it yeah and then I remember like literally flicking the switch off and then going back to editing and then coming to like an hour later and being like I just cried like That's an hour so ago and I literally turned it off. Just dis- disassociated so you and could focus back on your working. task. Yeah. yeah, and like literally just like dried the tears and then like went back to work and never thought about the fact that I was like crying about something That's probably so big, funny, but... but so true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little insight into. So if you're also a Capricorn moon like me. Yeah. Sorry, honey. Yeah, it definitely just shapes your emotional needs and how you respond in, in the world. Yeah. yeah. So that's the encompassment basically of the moon. Yeah. Just taps and into the emotional. Yeah. The funny thing is, is that a lot of us will see people for their moon sign. Mm. They'll see like the general traits of, you know, your sun sign, your personality, kind of what your, your baseline. But I see a lot of people because Acting they're going to, yeah, because their emotions are very present in a lot of the interactions that people have with their interpersonal relationships. So I'm going to see your moon sign. And if somebody's like, oh, I'm an Aries, but they have a cancer moon. I'm like, okay, well, you're not you fiery can almost, yeah, you can almost aggressive. Sense that there's you're more other... sweet and sensitive. So I see that their moon really shines yeah. out. That becomes like the forefront of the big three. That's yeah. like the tip of the pyramid. Um, and then their sun sign kind of takes a back door. Yeah, and I think that specifically, what that has to do is obviously which sign your moon is in. Because, like, for me, mine's obviously going to be, like, I'm an earth sign, so I'm less emotional. Like, Capricorn is probably the least emotional of all the signs to have in the moon. And your sun is also earth. Yeah. So you're going to show a lot of your... Taurus side too because that's representing Double your earth yes yeah. the moon part of that as well your emotions are similar to your sun yeah 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 I also think in the world we are not really taught how to manage and deal with our emotions properly so nine times out of ten people are acting out people are being reactive people are like coming out of their shadow side or their egotistical side yeah. and the subconscious side that we don't even really realize so true we can sense that and we will pick that up in people as well absolutely yeah that's so important so next time you have a fight with your partner like if you learn about what their moon sign is you'll kind of know how to resolve those issues a little better you'll know how to speak to them in a way Mm -hmm. that their needs are being met or at least yeah like know how to meet their needs or what their needs are in emotion uh situation where yeah. things are getting emotional. a lot of our love languages are driven by our moon sign as well as kind of the careers we take as well yeah um there's also so much about that <laughs> yeah let's get into our rising um which is the last of the big three yeah uh your rising or ascendant sign is a little bit confusing because it's not specifically like a planet mm. um everything else like we talk about mercury venus earth mars Jupiter, saturn Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, all those and each of those planets were somewhere in a constellation at the time of your birth and each of those planets are ruled by a sign and all that stuff but your rising sign isn't really specifically a planet it's not associated with that but it's the mask that we wear Mm, so when I show up like I said that your moon signs your emotions and a lot of people will like 
tune into people's emotions, but when the emotions are turned off, say you're in the workplace or mm-hmm. you're out grocery shopping or you're just showing up for a or conference. It's a new person you don't know. Right. Yeah. You're going to show up in the ascendant or your rising sign. That's going to yeah. be the forefront, the present. That's the social etiquette, the appropriateness that we want to, It's like the, the ca- role we play. It's like the catered version of yourself. Like you've literally took all of your own experiences, personality traits and everything and catered it to a specific way that you think is best for the world to experience. It's funny because I also think that the Ascendant kind of brings in a little bit of the moon and the sun and like cultivates it into a a version that is more beneficial, right? Um, So yeah, the role in the personal presentation and the first impression. So it represents your outward personality, uh, people's first impressions of you and how others perceive you. Mm -hmm. So when we're going out, we're into the world, we're all wearing masks. We talked about this before. It's your personal self, your private self, and your secret self, or Mm -hmm. your public self, your private self, and your secret self. And oftentimes, that's the public self. Your private self is your sun sign, and your secret self is your, like, moon sign. So it's all represented there. It reflects your physical appearance. This is a big one, too. Mm. Um, Our signs actually are associated with the way we look as well, which, again, we won't get into that, but you're going to look so... I'm a Capricorn rising, so if you were to Google like Capricorn celebrities, I'd have the same facial structure, the same nose, same type of hair, body, physicality. This shit blows my mind. Yeah, you're going to see that. Like just go, if you know your big three, literally just go look and like see because I searched my, um, I'm a Scorpio rising and I searched mine and I was like, even just think of Scorpio and then think of like what a Scorpio's appearance would look like. Yeah. I have long black hair, tattoos, dark eyes. Right. Like I always have Which the makeup funny, on. Which is funny because I'm a Scorpio and I'm blue, blonde, ha- blue, blue. I'm but blue eyed and blonde haired. And you I know wouldn't... a lot of Scorpio suns that don't look like Scorpio at all. Yeah, because we look like our rising. Yeah, but also like they... It's the eyes, I think. Yeah. Well, I've always been told that my eyes are like staring into your soul. Yeah, which Scorpios do that. Yeah, they do. (laughs) Um, Let's get back to your rising though. Um, Yeah, so it affects your, or reflects rather, your demeanor and your overall approach to life. So as a Capricorn rising, I, it's funny because as a Scorpio, you'd think I'm very aggressive and crazy and emotional and I was a lot like that when I was younger but Mm. as you get older you actually become more of your rising sign and you become more aware of that and actually Capricorn risings age backwards so they Mm. say that we become um younger as we get older and more light-hearted yeah because I think they're like I keep referring to them as like the father of the sign because they're like the most mature and they will put all their emotional and feeling and everything that they need basically aside to like get shit done. And they're very logical. So I'm I'm fighting against like a crazy, fiery, Sagittarius emotional side, (laughs) this spicy, loyal passionate intuitive sun sign and then this practical like hardworking, focused rising person you literally have the mother of the signs as your son yep the father of the signs is your rising and, and the, the child baby yeah of the... so i'm a whole family literally yeah. that's conflicting though. i think that's also why i relate to a lot of people it's very conflicting but mm-hmm. i think i also connect and relate to like any walk of life type of person and I can Mm -hmm. like sit down and like see your soul for who you are yeah because I'm like all the things but also think like we related a lot on like from the start like me being more mature for my age that was something that like really complemented our friendship yeah but at the same time I'm like quite a bit younger than you and we still 
Connect. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm exactly. obviously like but a I also age, I but. also am nurturing, so I do look for the people that I want to like put my arm around and like yeah. take care of in a way. Mm-hmm. Like in the friend group, I was always the one like doing people's hair and they're boring my clothes and I was the driver and yeah. I made sure everyone had drinks and everyone was happy and stuff like that so yeah yeah so we provide um we provide <laughs> I'm like reading my notes already um sets the tone for your interactions with the world and influences your style of self-expression yeah so definitely like go and search that up because whenever I came to the conclusion or like learned from my mother that I wasn't a Sagittarius rising and I was a Scorpio rising so many things started to, to make click. more sense for me and that's when I really started to connect with my rising sign and that's when I did the first deep dive of looking at like the actual physical appearances of other Scorpio risings and seeing how crazy it is and they'll go as far as to kind of show you like what kind of aesthetic appeals to you like what kind of makeup or clothing or hair and stuff like that like if you're just I don't know in a self-identity crisis like do a little research on this because it could be a great point it could be very helpful yeah and it like literally the whole purpose of knowing your birth chart and astrology is to unlock yeah your life experience it's to give you some insight like in your journey on this world totally it can help you decide what kind of career you want the kind of person that you want to be in a relationship with what you should actually pursue in life absolutely and like we're not again going to go into total detail but when you learn a little bit more if you are interested to learn beyond the big three when you understand the planets like the Venus is the planet of love. Mars is the planet of war. Jupiter is the planet of luck, abundance, and communication. And then you look at what signs ruling that planet and where what sign you have in it. Yeah. Like my Venus is um, ruled by, sorry, Venus is ruled by Libra. My Venus is in Libra and mm. Libra is the people pleaser. Yeah. So in relationships, I'm very she really much falls into that. like, yeah, the wanting to get along and do that and like yeah. make sure everyone's happy. And so, you know what? I so see that now that you say that, because even though this isn't a romantic relationship, yeah. like I've always thought of you trying to cater to everyone and make sure that everyone's good. I thought of that as like your Scorpio right. motherly side, but yeah. it definitely taps into your Libra. Yeah, yeah. Your Libra and your relationship. And my Mars, which is the planet of God of War and the very masculine planet, that's an Aries. And Aries is fiery. So that's the fiery, fighting, ambitious, wanting to be ambitious, career driven yeah. kind of. So you'll really learn all of these different cool tactics. And you just basically need a base understanding of the 12 signs and their personality traits. Literally. And then you can that's tie. Where I started. Yeah, that's all you have to do. And then you tie in each of those and then when you learn about the planets which there's not a lot of them you can kind of understand you know okay how does that relate to me how do I see that in my own personal life but the you know what that looks like for you yeah who doesn't want more insight into literally how their brain and their their human function is going to show up in this world like it's a map essentially so tell yourself problems how you argue how you make love like all those things yeah yeah. We will definitely do another episode or two diving into this more in the future. Totally. We won't do this as like a back to back thing. But no, there's such a cool history. As there well. is. And honestly, oh like gosh. I have so much more. Like even just talking about this now, I'm like excited to go back yeah. home and like look Pump. I know at I, my we have our book stuff. right in front of us. We were reading it earlier and she's yeah. like laughing to herself. I was like eating pistachios and she's like, Oh my god, haha and I was like, What? She's like, This is so me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so fun. Reading about the characteristics. And yeah. Really yeah. Well, let's, okay, 
before we end, Liv, let's talk about some apps that you, because people are going to be like, okay, how do I find this? Now yeah, you need your birth date, your birth location, your birth time. So then where do you put this information? Yeah. So for me personally, I was introduced to the app called CoStar and this one's a pretty big and a pretty popular one. So um, C-O-S-T-A-R, CoStar. Yeah. I don't yeah. even think there's a dash. I literally think it's like oh. CoStar is one word. There might be a dash. CoStar Astrology. If you look it up, you'll be able to find it. Like they're... Um, little icon or whatever is literally just the moon I'm pretty sure Mm. but that is one that I check pretty much on the daily it has in the app the option for you to literally put in your birth date time and all of that stuff so it'll literally you input your stats and it'll give you back your birth chart that was the very first place that I ever found my birth chart and yeah I still use the app to this day another one that my mom shared with me is moon x is another really good one yeah that one's more so about the moon, though. So if you're interested in, like, when the new moons and the full the different moons are phases coming up. Of the moon, and, yeah. like, right now I said we're in Gemini season and we're going into a Gemini full moon or new moon. So if you're, like, interested more in that stuff, that app is really good for that one as well. Totally. And the pattern's really good. Oh, yeah, the pattern. And the fun thing about some of these apps is that you can connect with your friends. So Liv yeah. and I are friends on CoStar, so sometimes it'll pop up like the pattern actually is a really great example of this actually because it will pop up like themes that are happening in the sky and how yeah, that relates to everyone. your chart and then how that relates to your friendship yeah based off of your compatibility as friends or relationships in your chart so it's really cool yeah and I know with CoStar so you can add your friends if they have um obviously the app and have their own profile inputted and then you have access to their birth chart and you can see your compatibility with friends and see your differences and yeah. where you'll butt heads and stuff like that but you can also so I think you have to pay to like input new profiles, but like I do this with every like guy that I go on yeah. dates with, if they'll like allow me to, or like anyone I go actually like get serious with, I need to know their birth. Totally. I love I want that. to know your chart. Yeah. And yeah, I've put people in, in the past and just had like insight into their whole chart and it's super informative. It's, I love it. I yeah. love knowing it. Um, so for you guys to find your birth chart, you can put it into the apps like yep. Liv said, or you can go online if you're not a big person for the apps or you don't have like a phone that has storage like a lot of people. Uh, you can go online to, this is one of my favorite websites. It's Astro, um, okay, I'll just say it's called Cafe Astrology. So it, the website is astro, A-S-T-R-O dot cafe astrology dot com mm. slash natal if you want to do it. Otherwise, just go to Cafe Astrology on Google and then type it in. Or you can type www.google.com and type in free birth chart generator. Yeah, and there's tons of them out You're going to find, yeah, lots of them out there. Um, and you're going to be able to put that information and it will spit out a whole PDF of all of this information and don't be so overwhelmed. Just basically look at your big three. And if that's kind Start of as there. far as you want to go, then yeah. that will still be very helpful. Yeah. It can be very, very overwhelming. But like I said, like I've only been kind of on this journey myself for just over three years. And I don't. as soon as I learned about it, I was extremely excited to learn more because I did find it to be relative yeah. to me. It was insightful in those moments to like learn more about myself and yeah I still use it to this day and yeah yeah who doesn't want a holistic understanding of themselves honestly like it just you're gonna be so much better for it anyway it's a cheat sheet to life and again if you don't believe in all of this stuff then oh my god that's totally fine too yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) bye Felicia no just kidding um 
if you if you don't, that's totally fine. Maybe just make it an entertainment thing. You know, it doesn't honestly. Have, it doesn't have I, to be the truth for you, but yeah, I love it so much now that I will literally watch like stupid shows on Netflix, like Love Island or like The Ultimatum, or I can't even right. remember what the other ones are. But there's so I, many. There dumb wasn't ones. there one that can, what used astrology? Oh my god, there was, and I watched. And they that. yeah, they connected them based off of their zodiac. Signs. I forget what that one's called. I never watched it, but it was it like was old. Dumb. I think it was other stars of other reality shows came on, and it yeah. was like the they master bounce around from different shows. Yeah, exactly. But my favorite thing is like to watch these people on these shows where like their shadow sides are really being like you know, in the spotlight, like, people are capturing all the reactive and, right. like, egotistical side of them, and I will guess people's zodiac signs for fun, and, yeah. You're usually right. I'm so good at getting oh, yeah. right now. Oh, yeah. I definitely, I mean, I love to know because I love to, I'm, like, really into getting to understand other people. Well, are you my kind people. of person, or are yeah. you Yeah, <laughs> and I've had people come up to me, like, and say, can you tell me my chart? And I'm, like, okay, and then I will do the same thing. I'll, like, read their chart for down. them, and they don't even, like, I don't even have to look at my phone. I just sat down. I'm like, okay, this is yeah. what this should mean for you. And then they're like, yeah, that's so right. And I'm like, okay, does this make sense? Does this, you know, reflect with you? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, oh my God, I feel like I've done more self-discovery than yes. I've done in my entire life. Yeah. Just in this 25 minutes I've talked to you. So yeah. it's pretty fun. We encourage you guys to go off and learn a little bit about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know how it goes. If you need any tips, tricks, or you want some websites, those links again, we'll post them in the description or just send us a message and we'll send you um, in the right direction to go find that stuff or some books that we've read that might be beneficial for you guys as well. Yeah, for sure. Don't get caught up in the woo-woo stereotype. It's yeah, it's not that bad. We're it's not all, all crazy. Stuff. No. <laughs> Honestly, people who, yeah, like actually live their lives by this, I feel like are doing a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. It's just my experience. Yeah, yeah. What do definitely. I know though? Oh my god, what do we know? Anyway, thanks so much guys for listening. Yeah, thanks for being here. This was a great episode. We hope you guys are like unlocking a new interest here. Yeah, absolutely. So stay tuned for the next show and we'll see you on the other side. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye. connected to the fucking universe that how does that happen that was fucking trippy that was so trippy oh my god that was like are we rolling with this like blink if you mean yes that would have been good you actually looked distraught looking at me though i'm like your face your face looks like i'm so shook you clapped so fucking loud the music started right behind me like uh that's like what were the chances that i clapped at the exact same time that that i don't know it was weird